Welcome to the Cloud Accounting Podcast for a special breaking news edition. I'm Blake Oliver. And I'm David Leary. So David, you pointed me to this link to a Facebook group that we are both members of. It's a private group called Business Workflow and Management. I believe it's uh, run by Seth David. Is that right? No, that oh. is... Uh, <laughs> this is actually, I think... Uh, at one time, I think... Stacy Kildall and Seth David both ran this group together, and then since then it's split. Oh. So they, I think they both have the same initials. It's very confusing. I, I I thought it was the same group for like two years. Okay, but well, it's, so this is business workflow and management. Yes. B, hashtag BWAF. So this is a, a group for primarily bookkeepers. Is that right? I think so. Yes, bookkeepers, accountants, a lot of folks yeah. in the Intuit world, right? QuickBooks world. I think it probably started out very QuickBooks focused, um, but it's it's definitely not anything specific about QuickBooks. It's really just in general, small business. Stuff. All right. Well, let, let's get to the breaking news here, which Deborah, who posted in this group, stumbled across a new pricing page on the Intuit website, on the QuickBooks website. What did she find? Do you want to read her post first? Yes. Okay. So this is February 4th. Deborah says, so now Intuit is doing away with us all together. Has everyone seen this new pricing with bookkeeping? And it's a link to the QuickBooks online pricing and free trial uh, landing page. And she also posted a screenshot of it. And I'm actually able to go there right now, quickbooks.intuit.com slash pricing. And there are now two options on the page. One is the regular, what they're calling do-it-yourself pricing for QuickBooks, the various versions of the online product, Simple Start Essentials Plus Advanced, et cetera. And there's also a tab here that says, with expert help. A QuickBooks bookkeeper sets up your books via live video chat and is available for you all year long. Now, this this is big. Intuit has been doing CPA and EA-assisted tax prep with their TurboTax product for a few years now. I think they just added CPAs this year. You can pay extra to have that their help. And this is the first time I've ever seen this in QuickBooks, right, David? I have a slightly different experience. So I know Deborah posted a screenshot, and I think I saw that yesterday. But today I'm seeing a different screenshot. It's they moved the positioning, and it's a different spot. So we can talk about that later. There's a comment from Intuit like that. This is they are testing this, and they're obviously testing it not just you know getting feedback from small businesses, but they're actually testing where they should place this on the website. Because uh-huh. there's different versions of this. You see it moved around and it's um, the way it's offered as an add-on versus slider. Yeah, like, yeah, but who cares about that? Like the big news here is that Intuit is going to be offering bookkeeping services bundled with QuickBooks. And the prices are kind of scary if you're an independent accountant or bookkeeper who does this for a living. Uh, just to give you an example, they're what they're calling the most popular tier, which is plus with live bookkeeping, is... $260 per month discounted uh, for, I guess, temporarily uh, down to $230 a month. And what that gives you is not just the QuickBooks product access to that. It gives you the ability to talk to a live bookkeeper. There's this lovely picture of Claudel, who's been a bookkeeper for 19 years, waving high. She's the only one uh, on the page so far. So maybe they only have one bookkeeper working for them at the moment. Who knows? It says that you can connect with a professional bookkeeper when you need an extra hand. Stay confident knowing a certified QuickBooks expert is looking over your books as you work. And on-demand assistance, setting up your books, categorizing your transactions, and reconciling your accounts. So somebody will help you set up your QuickBooks, which actually Intuit used to do that in the past with the desktop product, right? I mean, yeah. So like 
So we met to that the, the Facebook post about this, right? There's 90 mm-hmm. to 100 comments in there, and it's oh, all yeah, so it's bl- it's blowing it's blowing up on on Facebook because of course people are saying, uh, well, there's some actually some great comments here. Do you want to read some of them, David? The comments are all over the board, right? From some of the comments are, oh, they're choosing to compete with us. Some of the comments are defending into it, saying, oh, this is no big deal. They're just taking on the the low end bookkeeping work. I'm not concerned about that. Kristen says, there's a big difference between something like this already existing in the marketplace due to competition between firms and a big company whose product we have been touting as a great solution to suddenly become the competition. Yeah. And there's another similar comment like that. It's one thing to have to compete with Bench, but it's a whole other thing to compete with Intuit, dot, dot, dot. Uh, So Zach put that one. Um, And and what this made me think of immediately when I saw this, because this is a big move, is, is Bench, right? Which... Uh, Bench is a service that makes their own bookkeeping software, receipt capture software, and they provide a live bookkeeper that you get assigned to you that helps you uh, reconcile your accounts and categorize your transactions every month. And this looks looks very similar. Uh, one, something else you get with this package uh, is not only do you get the setup, but you get monthly insights. And the bullet points under that feature are uh, your bookkeeper can fix incorrectly posted transactions to ensure your books are accurate and walk through monthly reports with your pro and see how well your business is doing. I mean, that sounds like what I was doing when I started out as a QuickBooks Pro Advisor years ago. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 some part of me feels like this is inevitable at some level, right? Like as more and more booking becomes a commodity and it's also happening in other industries as well, like eventually this is going to... I know some people even use the word Uber in, in some of the comments. And if if it's becoming a commodity and we think AI is eventually going to do this, it's almost where is the interaction with the bookkeeper a temporary thing for just a little while? Um, and there's a lot of skies falling comments. But I think some perspective on this, right? I remember back in the day when I used to work at the mall selling software when QuickBooks and TurboTax started hitting the market. So this is, you know, to date myself a little bit. And everybody was, the sky's falling. They just want to steal accountants' jobs. It's ruining the accounting industry. People aren't going to hire accountants and bookkeepers anymore because they can get this software, right? And it kind of didn't happen, right? So I think some of this is like sky falling, you know, well, I, I, running around. But I, I, I also I, think there's a lot of other impacts. There's a lot to talk about. I think this changes a lot of... It's going to cut the bottom end of the market out from under anybody who is serving that group. So if, if you're doing, you know, QuickBooks bookkeeping for less than $300 per month, I don't think you're going to be able to compete anymore. You're not going to be able to compete with Bench or with Intuit now. And my big concern or my big question is how does this affect Intuit's relationship with the pro advisor community? Because if I were a pro advisor, I'd be seriously concerned that they've been saying, oh, we're going to help you build your business. You know, uh, we, we support accountants. I mean, that has been the message coming out from Intuit for many years now, right? We are on your side. And yet here's a competitor that we are creating. And who's to say that in the future, they won't move up market? I'm really surprised that this page just appeared out of nowhere and there that like the the community wasn't prepped for this because they're probably gonna piss off a lot of people. Yeah, I think somebody put a comment in there that in a way Intuit's been prepping people for this for years, right? And in like and I, mean, I think we've really talked, but they, I mean, I, this is the first time I've heard of this. Yeah, so so but indirectly, right? Like everybody's been really telling 
all the pro advisors and accountants, hey, you got to provide more advisory service, more value. You got to provide more value. You got to learn to value bill. You need to do really. And so what I kind of see happening, right? If you take the bell curve and there's what, 100,000, 200,000 pro advisors, like whatever it is, right? Like the, the ones that have moved to cloud first, the ones that have automated the processes, the ones that are truly kind of that aggressive forward thinking pro advisor, right? Who's value billing. They've really transformed their practice for the last five or six years. I see a lot of those pro advisors, right? That, that end of the bell curve, they're stealing all the A, B, and C clients, leaving the other 80% to fight over the DNF clients, right? That to be honest, none of these people want in the same forums, they bitch about these clients, right? They bitch about these, these clients that only want to pay them $180 a month. In a way, like somebody's got to still take care of these clients, right? The uh-huh. market demand will still be here for this low end client, but none of the pro advisors really want them anyways, but it's, well, it's I mean, interesting but, balance. Well, it's one thing to complain about them. Everybody yeah, likes true. to complain about their clients, but when the revenue is, is being sucked away from you by a company that you pay a lot to for their software, I just, I, I see this as a, a, a huge question, and I am going to be really curious to see what the conversation is like at QuickBooks Connect this year in the fall. How do you think like this affects fixed prices? So if I have if I've had fixed prices on my page, right? I've moved to that model, and my fixed prices were yeah three hundred twenty five dollars. Now are people going to call me and be like, "Dude, will do it for two hundred sixty? Did they just set fixed prices for the whole industry? And this is why this is why I would be annoyed if I were still in practice is that. The, these are acting like, do you know the concept of anchor pricing, David? Yes, 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 yes. So the idea is that once you put a price out there, that's the anchor. And then all of the negotiation or discussion revolves around that anchor. So if you're talking prices with a potential customer, you always want to start as high as you possibly can without scaring them away. Let's say you know that there's just no way that they're going to pay you $1,000 a month. You start there and you say, well, typically I charge $1,000 a month for this sort of service. And then you can discount to $500, which might be what they're willing to pay, right? But if you start at 500, you might end up having a discount to 250. It's just psych- it's psychology. So by putting out here prices that are essentially around $200, between $200 and $300 a month, Intuit has anchored a very low price point for the industry. Now, how am I going to how am I going to convince prospects to pay me $500 a month or $1,000 a month when they look at this on the QuickBooks website. Yeah. And then, and then how did this, this effect start to affect the value conversation as well? Yeah. It's tough because I think it's everything that even has happened at QuickBooks Connect, teaching people how to charge for their value, teaching people how to do fixed fee. It's almost like goes against some of these things um, or at it's, least sets, like you said, that, that, that par, that bar for the level price. It's yeah. Well this, and this is not value pricing. This is fixed fee pricing, right? Yes, There's a big yes. difference, which is it, with value pricing, you can charge different prices for the same service to different customers, right? Based on their perceived value. So do so, you think you this know, is going to make value conversations easier? If you're, I, I don't, I don't know. I think, it, I think it makes it harder. Honestly. Harder. Yeah. I think basically Intuit has just anchored the price for bookkeeping services. And this is the floor. I, I think one of the comments uh, was talking about how this is really going to help be powered by accounting professionals. I mean, now we start doing math on margins, right? How much could you pay somebody well, an hour to do this and, and that type of stuff. Then it kind of also makes me think like every single day I get a private message on LinkedIn from somebody in India that wants me to give them bookkeeping clients. I don't have any bookkeeping clients to give them. Right. Like, is this going to open the door to like this Uberization and this flood of 
bookkeepers that are willing to do this for $10 an hour for Intuit. I'm not quite clear on, you know, who is Intuit using for to provide this service? Who have they hired? Who are their bookkeepers that are, are going to be doing this? And how much are those people getting paid? I mean, are they outsourcing? The 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 picture on the website certainly it doesn't it doesn't seem like, you know, Cloudell is outside the United States. She could be. Who knows? And that right? might be a test picture because I signed up for TurboTax Live. <laughs> and, and I think she her picture's there too. So she that might be just you know, stock as, stock imagery. As a stock, it might be maybe she's a really a TurboTax Live person, yeah. And they just wanted to test this for QuickBooks Live, and they use the same image or something. But then I was thinking, like, because I did start my taxes with TurboTax Live, right? And I have yet, so I'm paying like a hundred bucks more for TurboTax Live, and I have yet to actually engage the accountant, right? So now I'm thinking, man, maybe this is just a big margin sell, right? Like, like I'm going to pay more, and then actually not ever take advantage of the service. So uh, there's a chat feature on the website, and I'm I'm asking right now where the bookkeepers are located. I wonder oh, if they'll wow. tell me. Wow, real time! Wow, real time testing here going on. <laughs> I, I said hello. I'm curious to know where your bookkeepers are located for the Plus with Live Bookkeeping Service plan. Let's see if they get back to me. Oh, it says agent is typing. Thank you for your continued business with QuickBooks. I'd be glad to assist you today. May I please have your name so I can address you better? Hi, I'm Blake. <laughs> So while you're starting to do that interaction, Blake, and you start getting some answer, I, I have to also kind of put frame this a little bit. Again, like it's not new. Way back in 1998, I actually helped create a team and create an offering at, uh, for QuickBooks called QuickStart. So you could buy, essentially, you could buy QuickBooks desktop software. You get an expert, i.e. David Leary, literally, it was me and a team of three other people. We would set up your whole data file, train you to use it, and then send it back to you and kind of, you know, push you out of the nest a little bit. So in a way, like, it's not like this is something that hasn't been done before by Intuit. Well, well so tell me about that. How long did you do that? And why did it stop? Um, I, I think, the, and I think I have this a question down below is like, you know, kind of thinking in my brain as I jotted some notes on this, it's, I think it's scaled. Like there is a difference to do this to have a bookkeeper firm with a hundred clients, a thousand clients, five thousand clients, right? Now you think about the Intuit scale. You you now have a bookkeeping firm with millions of clients. It's very very hard to scale, right? And because right. it, it's not, and let's just use Uber as an example. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of every Uber ride is the same. Somebody sits their butt in a car and it drives them somewhere, then they get out of the car. That's that's the Uber experience, but. Every single small business is different. And so even though you think you set up these processes and it thinks it's scale, it's very, very hard right. to scale this, especially at a, at, a, at a millions level, right? That's a, I mean, how big was your accounting firm when you, you eventually got it up to your, your bookkeeping firm? So I had uh, two partners. Two of us were operating it. So one, one investor. And then we had 10 employees. 10 staff, and we were serving about 200 customers per year or clients. Okay, so you need about a staff of 10 to serve 200. So let's do the math. 20 per users. What kind of staff would you have in bookkeepers then? So it's a divide by 20, right? And that was relatively high touch compared to what this would be, I imagine. You know, maybe you could have a a single bookkeeper assigned to 40 or, or more, or maybe you just have a pool. I don't know how they're doing it. I'm, I'm curious. I'm asking, I'm asking this agent in the online chat. We'll see if we get any, get any information. Uh, so far they've asked me what QuickBooks software I'm using currently. And I said, QuickBooks pro. 
and they have not yet <laughs> responded. The scale thing is very interesting because I feel like it would have to be a pooled resource, right? Because the way the way it works with say a TurboTax, I actually tried it last year because I was curious. Uh, so I bought the TurboTax with the assisted help, okay. where I could contact an EA. At that point, they only had EAs, so I could basically get on a video chat with an EA immediately or very soon. I could schedule one, uh, and I did it. I asked a question about something I couldn't figure out how to do. Wonderful EA from the United States. I don't remember exactly where. Jumped on, sorted it out with me, helped me, you know, press the right buttons. It actually worked really well. But it wasn't like she was dedicated to me. She was a pooled resource, right? So if I called back again, I get somebody else. And I'm curious if this is that model with this QuickBooks bookkeeping thing, or if it's you get an assigned person. Oh, like so. So what you're saying? So maybe one quarter I get insights from somebody, then next quarter I get insights from somebody else. Right. And that ah. so it's a lot cheaper if you're if you're building out a scalable business, right? You you just all you all you know is that okay, well I just need to have enough bookkeepers working at any time of day to be able to take the calls from people so they can help. But then you're not really getting a dedicated bookkeeper, which is a very different experience. And maybe that's how pro advisors will have to differentiate themselves from this service. But I, I still don't like the idea of having to compete against my software provider for clients. <laughs> I wonder if this is if Zero is going to capitalize on this and uh, if if they will figure out a way to pull away pro advisors from into it. But you were saying that maybe Zero will do the same thing. Yeah, I think in the short term, I think in the short term, because there's some comments, people are like, I'm going to go get certified zero tomorrow. I think there's a comment like that, you know, huffing puffing. But that's very nice. It's naive to think zero is not going to do this tomorrow or Sage. Like this, in, I think, is inevitable ultimately in the long run. Um, if, if anybody should be scared, right, I think if you think about some of the people that are already doing this, right, so you have the the, the bench, the pilots, the scale factors, bot keeper, ceteris, right? I think if anybody should be scared, it should be bench because they've built their own proprietary accounting system. And they're not built on top of a QuickBooks or a Zero, right? If, you, if, if you're a ceteris or scale factor, right, if Intuit introduces a model like this, you kind of already have a lot of systems in a place to to work with a model like this, right? But somebody like Bench has no, think it's all proprietary. Like they're not already working with QuickBooks under the covers. How do they, you know? So, so I think there, there's upside for some people in this, but I think it's also scary for others. Yeah. What else did I see that was an interesting comment on this that I was thinking about? Oh, quality control is interesting to think about. But then again, I think about the current pro advisor side. And I think again, again, even with, people who are certified with CPA, like what is the real quality control? Everybody's kind of on their own, right? Hoping their fingers are crossed because it's a, it, and essentially it's practice, right? People have a practicing firm. So you get an answer? The agent I'm talking with, his or her name is Jen, J-H-E-N, and gave me a link to the current ProAdvisor directory. And I clarified, I said, I'm sorry, I'm confused. I'm interested in the live bookkeeping service, the one that is $230 per month where I can talk to a live bookkeeper inside QuickBooks. Jen is now transferring me to somebody else who can help me. The other big impact, I mean, so yes, it's going to impact pro advisors, right? It's going to impact accounting firms and bookkeeping firms. Mm -hmm. I think it can impact the whole app distribution structure because like are bookkeepers or um, that are part of this, are they going to be somewhat constrained by some sort of intuit rules or guidelines to where they're only allowed to recommend app A, B, and C? Well, are they even going to recommend apps? I I think they'll be kept on pretty strict rails, right? Uh, helping to categorize transactions and 
you know, review financial statements and fix transactions and whatnot. I can't imagine that Intuit could actually make any money if they've got these bookkeepers out there doing like software consulting, right? I, there's, it feels like there's so many more questions to this, right? Thousands and thousands of open questions. And, and, and the problem is I think there's so many open questions. That's where people start with the skies falling stuff. They're laying in bed at night and their head's spinning around this. And then they, they just come up with these doomsday scenarios. But I also feel like, you know, some, some thought I've had is like, it's kind of good for Intuit, right? Intuit needs to disrupt themselves because if they don't figure out how to do this and disrupt this model a little bit, somebody else is going to do it to Intuit, right? And so is it the perfect solution? Is it where things are going for sure? I don't know. But, you know, if Intuit doesn't try to do things like this, somebody else is probably going to do this because I kind of feel like it's inevitable uh, with the way things are headed. And we should read uh, Kim Asbaugh's uh, kind of official response that she put out there in the forum. Oh, well, you're typing away there. Yeah, um, go ahead. So, so she also provided a, a survey URL for Wait, feedback. Wait, who is this person? Kim Asbaugh, I think her current, she's in PR at Intuit, but I don't know. I think she might be PR communications for either the accountants team or the whole QuickBooks side of the fence. Like, I don't think Kim speaks to any PR type stuff or, or community relations with um, TurboTax side, but mm-hmm. I don't know Kim's exact current title. Like Kim's been at Intuit a very, very long time, um, but I don't know exactly what her exact perfect title is. And I'll, I'll just read her post. Uh, so Kim Asbaugh. Hi, everyone. Kim Asbaugh here with Intuit. We're testing small business interest in a bookkeeping service as part of their QuickBooks subscription powered by accounting pros like you. We're learning from this test and look forward to partnering with accounting pros to deliver great services to small businesses while also potentially providing new revenue streams for the accountant community. Accountant community. We highly value your feedback and have shared it with the team. If you want to share more, please share your thoughts here. So they've created a Google form. Well, I really always people that are probably in that forum and others to um, give feedback because that's the, the best way to shape something like this is for Intuit to throw it out there, get feedback and iterate on it. Okay. So I've been transferred to Heath who said, Quote, so we have that live now with our TurboTax and it has been very successful and we have started to advertise this with QuickBooks to see how popular it would be, but it isn't quite live just yet. Oh yeah, I see. If I try to buy it, it says, thanks for your interest in QuickBooks Live. Oh, so this is just testing. They're just testing interest. This is like, this is what startups do when they want to see if there's a market for the product, right? You don't want to build something if there isn't a market. So you put up a landing page where you advertise it and you make it seem like it's real and it exists and you see how many people click the buy button and yeah, they actually which, can't buy it. You just take their email. And then if you get enough interest, then you actually go and build it. Which is a lot of times smarter to do because what if Intuit tried to build this, they got tons of pro advisors on board. Everybody changed their processes. You know, they spent months building this in secret and then they launched it. And not one small business owner clicked to buy it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it would have been millions and tens of millions, <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars is lost. Right. So it's sometimes yeah, this is something companies do because it's just cheaper. It's cheaper. I mean, actually, I would recommend pro advisors and, and listeners of our podcast accounting firms do this. If you're thinking of adding a new service instead of building it and adding a new service to your clients, put a button on your website and see if people click on it. If nobody's clicking on it, they don't want that service from you. Right. Like I would do that. It's a good it's a good way to test something for nickels. But it's also somewhat dishonest, wouldn't you say? Or confusing. It certainly caused a lot of confusion today. No, there's no doubt it's confusing. (laughs) Dishonest is hard to say. I I don't, because I've done it myself, right? And then I'm a believer in it, right? And then people actually want that. And then I go hurry up and build it, right? I've done that myself. But 
yeah, I don't know if it's dishonest. It would be dishonest if it just stopped. Like they didn't actually do anything. But I mean, it's like, hey, thanks for your interest. Please fill out this form if you want us to tell you when this is going to mm-hmm. be available. So, I mean, they, and, and that's the other part of this. Like this could completely, two weeks from now and two, it could come back and be like, hey, we did this test and 100,000 small business owners want this. Hey, pro advisors, who's going to sign up? Like, like we got a lead funnel of 1,000 people that want pro advisors. So the... Summary is we figured it out. Right now, this is just testing on the pricing page. Intuit is trying to gauge if there's enough interest. And we suspect that if there is enough interest, they will build it. Given the success that Bench is having, uh, by the way, Bench has grown quite a lot since the last time I took a look at them. And I've got some stats. Our current stats on Bench? So yeah. the last stats I knew of, I think, was they had 5,000. Are they past that now? Well, let me tell you. So I I wrote a post about Bench back in 2015 on my blog. And, um, you know, post is called, Is Bench Bookkeeping Right for My Business? So a lot of that information was out of date. And so recently, the Bench folks reached out to me and said, hey, would you mind updating your post? You know, they gave me some new information. I was happy to do that. So the new info is that in January 2018, Bench raised $18 million for a total of $53 million invested to date. They now have 350 employees, uh, and their pricing ranges from $95 to $495 per month. I don't know how many customers they have, but I do believe it's over 6,000. Is that what you said? Uh, last, last when I've talked to them in the past, it was, uh, they told me 5,000, so it could be as high as 6,000 now. Yeah. Um, so they buy a 350. So, I mean... That's about 17 clients per employee. I mean, if I think there's, is that from a bookkeeping firm? Is that, is that efficient? Because I think uh, I've 6,000, 6,000 customers divided yeah. by you said 350 employees. That's right. 17, 17 bookkeeping clients per employee. Well, we got to consider that a number of those employees are probably not, are not definitely not providing services to the clients. So, so engineers. let's just say yeah. it's 300 that are actually bookkeepers, right? Okay. So then it's 20 to one, right? But I've talked to many of pro advisors and um, people that have bookkeeping firms and they're between QuickBooks Online and the apps and what they're building efficiently, they're pushing ratios of 50, 60, 75. Well, it depends what month. kind of work you're doing with your clients. Depends how big they are, right? I, I found on average that my bookkeepers could handle 20. Now, if they were really talented, they could handle 40. And I had just one all-star who she could do 60. But that's And, and, and you unusual. had, and, the, and this was all, I mean, you were taking, I, I assume your firm was taking advantage of every possible automation and cloud thing you could. Uh, not every, every automation, <laughs> but, you know, we were, we were definitely, de- compared to most firms that are still using desktop software, we were doing really well. Uh, you know, we were using receipt capture, we were using online bill pay, bill.com. We were using zero. All so our clients had at least three apps that were all integrated. And I think 20 is reasonable uh, on average. And again, I'm sure there are some rock stars out there who are like, oh, 20? No way. I can handle way more than that. Well, you're probably not average, right? That's <laughs> you work for yourself. First of all, right, that takes entrepreneurial like skill okay. <laughs> and ability, and that means you're probably just a lot more productive than most people who would just be an employee. 
And if you just take the average bookkeeper who doesn't want to be entrepreneurial, just wants to come in and do a job from nine to five, they can probably handle 20 is my guess. But I'd love to know if anyone thinks that it, uh, that's off. Uh, yeah, oh, interesting. So uh, Heath is now taking a survey. He's taken my info and has asked um, when, when the feature is released, you know, they'll contact me. So I gave him my name and email address, my real name and email address and phone number. And he's saying from one to five, what level of interest do you have in this? So I guess I'll say five. And does the price seem reasonable to you from one to five? Um, yeah, it seems very reasonable. So hopefully um, I don't get blackballed from this list and they never tell me anything ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, let's step back for a second. I feel like when I had my own practice, I ended up putting a floor on basic bookkeeping services of $250 a month. If a, a client wasn't willing to pay at least that, then I wasn't interested in talking to them. It just wasn't, the margins were not going to be good, right? It wasn't going to be a good experience. So I would not be worried if I still had my practice about this assisted bookkeeping QuickBooks Intuit product. Because all the prices are basically less than $260. And I'd be really, you know, looking for clients that are willing to pay $500 or more. And of course, when we joined a CPA firm, we merged with a CPA firm toward the end. We were, we were looking at, you know, customers willing to pay $1,500 a month and up. So that's not, that's not a problem. What is a problem, I think, is the anchoring. I don't like Intuit setting a floor on prices or not even a floor. I don't like them setting a low anchor point. That would be frustrating to me. And then having to constantly explain the difference to clients, although maybe it would end up helping, right? Because it educates them on online bookkeeping. And I could say, look, here's what's included with the QuickBooks live bookkeeping product. You get just the, these three things. And here's what you get from us. You get these 30 things. So maybe it'll, in the end, it will help uh, educate the market. I don't know. What do you think, David? So, so it's actually good getting a perspective on this from a, somebody who's owned a firm, has operated a firm, be like, hey, at this dollar figure, I could do it. At this dollar figure, I can't. But if I'm hearing you correctly, there could be huge upside here because now, even now that there's an anchor price that has kind of the I, I, bottom barrel is not the best terminology, but right now live, I can't think of something else to say, but with the bottom barrel set of features, whatever it might be. Like maybe there's no app consulting. Maybe there's none of this, right? Right. Now on my site, I can put a fixed fee of 500 and be like, yeah, but look at the 10 other things I'm going to give you, the 100 other things I'm going to give you on top of versus what QuickBooks could give you. And so in a way, like maybe this is like a reverse psychology thing and it actually sets the bar price bar. It allows people to set their fixed fees higher. I, You know what I would do? is if this if if Intuit starts doing this is I would immediately start optimizing my website with blog posts and doing paid advertising online saying unhappy with QuickBooks live bookkeeping here's something better for you right <laughs> be, be, good luck it, with that cuz bench runs so many facebook ads and, and google <laughs> search ads that you just can't afford to buy those terms well, no well, no but I can I can uh, do organic SEO, like on my website, writing articles like that. The reason Bench reached out to me about correcting the information on my blog post is obviously because it's having an SEO impact, right? Like there, people are finding that article and they found it. So it must be ranking and they want to correct the information uh, so that it doesn't, you know, hurt their, their business. Well, you know, I could do the same thing with QuickBooks and just write a bunch of articles about their service and the problems with it. And, case studies of people who switched over to me 
and I could rank very highly on Google for those terms. And actually, in that way, I'd be sort of piggybacking off of Intuit and stealing the people who are really just too big for them, right? Who would be good for my service. And Intuit's the one that would be spending, you know, millions of dollars bringing in these customers. So it's sort of like a, what do you call it when one animal feeds off of another? It's not parasitic. Symbiotic? It's it's more symbiotic, yeah. So so one thing I think you'd see this as being a positive out of this, right? Is you said, hey, if somebody didn't want to pay me $280, I didn't want them as a client. Right. But what did you do? You just said, sorry, and just punt them? At least now you can send them somewhere. Like, hey, yeah, for you, that the is right a, size might be over here. You're not, you, like, people aren't just yep. going to be punt, kicked from one firm to another firm to another firm. And what's great is that I can use that now and I can still keep the client for the other stuff. So they're not willing to pay me for to do their basic bookkeeping work. Fine. But at least they have help. And I can just say, I can say to them when they get stuck on categorizing transactions, well, you should use your you know, QuickBooks Live assistant to help you with that. And then I don't have to get on the phone with them. And then they call me when they need some help with like an integration. Or they call me when they need help with tax. Interesting. So you as a firm owner could outsource, use this as an outsourcing service. For your own clients. Which is what uh, a Bench is starting to do with accountants. They have now a partner program that is not, it's active. It's They, they haven't like started promoting it a lot. It's not a secret, but um, you can actually partner with them and say a tax professional and then have them do the bookkeeping for your clients. And then they'll send you the reports for taxes and they'll do the adjusting entries and all that stuff. So this could be very similar. And there are way more tax professionals, independent tax professionals out there still than there are, um, I think, independent bookkeepers. So maybe that's the play for them. All right, get all that bookkeeping work referred to them by the tax people. Yeah, I I, I don't have much. I, I literally I had a, a scratch pad of thoughts on this. I think we've exhausted all of them. <laughs> um, I, I really knew we had to do its, its own show. Like we yeah, couldn't have talked yeah. about this and talked about 15 other articles. And so I, I think this had to be its own show. It had to be a standalone episode. I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to send us thoughts and feedback um, yes. and comments. So what's the best way for them to do that? We really want to hear your thoughts on this. Contact me and David. Tweet at us. I'm at Blake T. Oliver. And where are you, David? I'm at David Leary. And follow us or like our page on Facebook, Cloud Accounting Podcast. Just search for that. You'll find it on Facebook. And feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn if you're on LinkedIn. I'm always looking to hear uh, what people think about the show. Oh, don't forget to subscribe to our show notes. If you go to blakeoliver.com, or you're not going to remember that. Cloud Accounting Podcast. (laughs) Cloudaccountingpodcast.com. That will direct you to the podcast page on my website. There is a blue banner at the top that says subscribe to updates. Click that banner, subscribe. You will get notified via email of any new episodes. And in that email will be all the links and descriptions of any articles that we talk about on the show. So you can then go and read those later if it was interesting to you in the discussion. And that'll be important with this episode because you're going to want to get the link to the survey. And you're going to want to get the link to the Facebook post as well. Exactly. Uh, And the screenshots of this new pricing page. All right, David. Well, uh, that was a fun special episode. I look forward to chatting with you on Friday. Yeah, same bat time, same bat channel. Can I say that? That's so corny. Why did I even say that? Anyways, on that, we're out.